0: Hi, I'm Brian
1: and I'm Caitlin
0: and you're listening to our weekly podcast where we break down the biggest boldest and most iconic moments in pop culture.
1: This is incredibly Incredibly iconic.
0: Iconic. Hello everybody and welcome back to the incredibly iconic bi-weekly podcast.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, does anyone remember us?
0: (laughs) Literally? Um, yeah, so sorry that we have been so inconsistent with our posting schedule but i don't know it's just been really busy for us the past couple months i say for us like i do anything ever i don't even have a job but i mean we talked about it a little bit like caitlin was going home it's just been a lot and we've just really it's really hard to find time when you're in two different states in two different time zones trying to record a podcast together it's really difficult to find time
1: and then it's like you know brian you do have stuff going on just being able to have like obligations like you're doing something with other people i don't know why i'm like go out like having like a roundabout way of saying friends i'm like you're doing things with other, people. <laughs>
0: <It's> other <laughs> but... people that you enjoy their presence and you like to be around
1: yeah but you have other things going on so it's like sometimes i make a suggestion of us trying to do something. And he's like, oops, oops, <laughs> I already have plans.
0: Yeah. So for our um two listeners, I'm so sorry that you had to go a week without listening to our <laughs> podcast. But, like, you know, honestly, after like the past couple months of like our inconsistent schedule, I haven't felt as much pressure to post weekly. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, in my mind, I feel like if you continue doing something, then eventually, you know, things happen and it takes off or we just stay at this rate who knows
0: yeah i mean we went like almost six months without anything like this so whatever maybe it's just a little fluke for right now but anyways we're back with another iconic roundup all this is old news i swear to god because like we were going through our list today and i was like this is literally all so old i feel like it was three months ago but it was only about two weeks ago so we're gonna go through all of that um also, happy Pride Month. It is June, my birthday. It's also Pride Month. And yeah, I don't, do you think that's a coincidence? No. That I was born during Pride Month?
1: All babies that are born during Pride Month are gay.
0: That's a fact. Wait, Should I'm actually trying gay? to think of anybody else I know who was born in June.
1: That's gay or just like not gay?
0: That's gay. I mean, I share my birthday with John Goodman, the actor. Is he gay? No. <laughs>
1: I don't know who John Goodman is. He's
0: not. He's the voice of Sully. (gasps) Oh, Yeah. Oh, wow. Full circle moment, right? If you know, you know. (laughs) Gosh, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, like, we're still in a pandemic, but fully vaccinated. So I'm still trying to think of, like, something to do for my birthday. Because last year, um, everything was still, like, semi-shut down. So literally all we got was ramen to go. And we got cookies from this bake shop in orlando and i'm like i want to do something this year but like i don't i don't know what I, i don't know i have no ideas
1: i don't really have any ideas either just because you know we are exiting the pandemic and being vaccinated definitely helps but i would just say do something you enjoy i definitely think you should get gideon's you should get the pride cake for your birthday No,
0: I want a cold stone cake for my birthday. I don't know why. I've never had one, but I mean, I love ice. Why? Because that
1: cold stone TikTok guy.
0: Yeah, I want that homophobic um, (laughs) TikTok boy to make my birthday cake. Oh my god, that annoying ass guy! I loved when he was exposed for being homophobic. Yes, I want a homophobic cake for my birthday. Why not? I do. I do want a cold stone cake, um, because we got a Gideon's cake for Matt's birthday, oh. and I just want something a little different. So
1: you want to be a little unique.
0: And I don't want a carvel cake. That's so, that's so basic.
1: Carnaval.
0: Carvel, not I carnival. carnival. No, it's carvel. Oops. Um, I also really wanted to talk about how I am fully back on my AMC A list bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> we reactivated our memberships about a week ago, and we've already seen. What did we see? Oh, Cruella, which is so, so good. Um, a Quiet Place Part Two, great. And The Conjuring Three, also great. Caitlin didn't like it.
1: I didn't. It's not that I didn't like it. Anyways, I'm back on my bullshit, and I'm a tough critic. If I love something, you know that it's good. I kind of feel like when my fiance tries food, if he is having a really good time, you can tell. And he's very critical, though. So, like, anytime I'm like, oh, shit, like, he really likes this, it's a place that I'm like, definitely recommend to people. He's a tough critic with it. Because there'll be, like, times where I'm like, this is good. And he's like, "Mm, whatever. But that's how I feel, especially about movies and TV. Because Brian will be like, that's good. And I'm like, that was Bullshit. That was not good at all. So Matt
0: Matt also says does that about restaurants, and and he's also a liar. Any he will never say (laughs) in the moment that we were at somewhere oh, I don't really like this place. He will yeah. always say, yeah, it's good. And then when we get home, he'll say it to me or if we're around other people like later on, he'll be like, oh, yeah, we went to this place for dinner. It was fucking horrible. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> weird. You literally said he liked it when you were with me. So it's just funny. It's just kind of interesting how it always changes. Yeah. He's never truthful to me in the moment. He always lies about restaurants. But regardless, I just want to make very clear that I don't watch The Conjuring movies to be scared anymore. I watch them to support Vera Farmiga.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I, I just want to talk about it from this standpoint. I love horror movies, but I've come to accept that they're not good. I go in them for the experience because I... I am a horror fanatic, so it's like I can anticipate what kind of lines going to be used, what jump scare might be used. It's the same format. There's obviously ones that just are so fantastic that it changes the game, a.k.a. like Hereditary.
0: have still never seen it.
1: It's so good. It's it was not available
0: like... anywhere for free, so until it is, I won't see it.
1: <laughs> it's truly like... It was amazing, but so, and I would say the first Conjuring is in my same realm with that type of movie, but when I went into this one, this is like the only difference with this one. I had heard about the case. I was listening into it, ironically, when I was driving down to go visit Brian, and I thought it was such a fantastic case. I was like, how the fuck haven't they made a movie out of this yet? Come to find out that was a movie coming out in a couple months. And I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, it's my first time going in there, actually knowing about the case before seeing the movie. And I'm excited because also it doesn't feel like they need to add all those cheap Hollywood elements because it's already so scary on its own. Well, the case was barely in the movie if we're being honest because the child that got possessed it was so scary like when he gets possessed he was like talking about multiple demons being in the house and all this other stuff and like this well that was near the house and like none of that's addressed at all the movie starts off with like the exorcism of the child and it going into um what's his name
0: arnie
1: arnie and then it goes off the case which happens like within the first 20 minutes of the movie and a lot of it focuses on the warrens now here's the thing i find the actors that play the warrens like to be so comforting like i just love watching them on screen together i love 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 watching them on screen together and that's what makes the movie for me it was a good movie because of them however The fact that they could have brought a lot more elements to like the case that was really scary and changed the whole script, I and like made it more accurate would have been fantastic on its own. It was like nothing like the case, so that's what really bothered me because I felt like there was no scary elements added. There's probably like the movie that the whole movie, this movie in the franchise, probably like the least scariest one, um, and the least accurate one, in my opinion, but. I just love seeing the Warrens together. However, I don't like the Warrens in real life. I've learned to not like them.
0: I do agree with you because I was also familiar with the case. We listened to the same podcast episode about it. And it honestly is so insane. And they totally could have focused it entirely on the real case. But I did like how the elements that they strayed from the actual like events, it was so it was very different than any of the other movies because spoiler, like, I guess this is kind of spoiler alert kind of just like that whole woman kind of being in control of everything. Cause in all the other movies, they're very much so like in control of the situations it, like if they're performing an exorcism, it's like, They know what they're doing. It's usually like in the same room as the person. But like the way that they kind of took it was somebody else was in control and they didn't know who and they didn't know where they were. So that was kind of just kind of like freaky to think about somebody else Mm -hmm. doing all this. But I don't know. I thought it was really good. I I did like how they took that took it that way. But also I agree. Like there's been so many stories about the Warrens being like frauds and scamming people and just that.
1: I was obsessed with the Warrens when I first found out about them. I thought it was such an interesting concept or phenomenon that two very spiritual people that also are religious, like add in religion with it. So like he's a demonologist and she's like a psychic and they're a couple and they go fight. A spiritual warfare together in the name of God. And I was like, that is so interesting. Like You you hear that and you're like, that's really interesting. And they've touched so many famous cases. But then you go look at those cases and you realize all the families that have interacted with them don't like them, have said they've tried to exploit them and made things worse. And usually it's another person that ends up trying to help those families.
0: Yeah. A lot of the stories that have come out just say that they do a lot of it To exploit people and for money, which is why they have been like so public about their cases and talked about them so much because it's a great way to make money. And I think there was a lot of controversy when they sold like the film rights Mm -hmm. to their cases. There was a lot of controversy over that years ago when that happened. But I mean, unfortunately, we do stand the movies and. We
1: definitely stand the actor and actress that play them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think there's probably going to be more. They said during their press tour, they would absolutely love to keep the stories going, like with the two of them. And I think they should.
1: Yeah. Like the. You know what? She's right. They should. (laughs) The fictional world is great but the reality of the world isn't great and that just like it sucks like i sent brian this tiktok today and i don't know if you watched it but it just disgusted me It was talking about ed warren and it's a fact there was a 15 year old living with them and you can debate this but there was a sexual relationship between him and her yikes okay
0: well with that let's get into (laughs) our news stories that we wanted to cover first starting off with um a little update on Miss Ellen DeGeneres. It is officially announced that Kelly Clarkson will be taking over her time slot. And honestly, that's I, that's amazing. That's like a coveted afternoon talk show slot. And I mean, Kelly's show was already so popular and it was just getting more and more popular as it went on. And I truly think this is going to blow
1: up. Yeah, I'm really happy for her. I actually haven't watched Kelly Clarkson's show. I have only seen like one clip where she's talking about the song piece by piece. So I'm happy for her. I don't really watch talk shows that much, but I feel like she's just very authentic.
0: Yeah, I I don't even know what time new episodes come on, but it's always on this one channel in our house at like 11 a.m. every morning. And I, I do end up usually tuning in and I just love the vibe of it. She's so personable and she just loves talking to people. And she does have a lot of celebrities on the show. She does, you know, the typical interviews like that, but she also has a lot of just like regular people who have really cool stories to tell, which I also love. But also just there's just something so different about watching her interview people because she's truly such a fan of all these people and she loves their work so much. So it's literally just like imagine you getting to sit down with like your favorite singer and you just get to ask them anything and you're just kind of fangirling the whole time. That's literally the vibes I get from her show. <laughs> And it's so fun to watch. I love that she does a cover every at the beginning of every episode. It's usually audience requested. Like one of my friends has requested to be like in the virtual audience a couple times during the past year and you get to like type in a song request and like why that song means something to you. And so when she chooses it, they like spotlight that person in the audience, like, oh, why did you like this song so much? So she really is super personable with the people watching, the audience members, and just like the guests she has on her show. So I, for one, am very excited. I hope that she can resume having real people in the audience soon, because I feel like that just adds a lot more to a talk show.
1: And she's just nice. And I think that's needed. And Ellen clearly was a fraud we're
0: so rooting for you kelly we we love it but um get ready for us to take over your time slot in three years the incredibly iconic show right
1: we'll take over the view
0: oh my god <laughs>
1: i told brian i thought we we're gonna get in a fight today because i was getting feisty about his opinion on the conjuring no. yesterday because he told well, me to hush. Schedule... he told me to hush
0: well if caitlin's schedule Keeps being as busy as it is. I'm gonna get Joy Behar to replace you.
1: I want Whoopi Goldberg to replace me.
0: Uh, all we can get is Megan McCain. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so onto something that we are not going to be talking about this year, this yeah. summer. We're not talking about the Bachelorette because that was exhausting, and I hated every second. That Caitlyn recap. That I can't
1: do it. I really, I don't even know if I'll watch. I did not finish last season, and. I feel like I'm leaving a toxic relationship, but I'm like, it's draining me.
0: Your flop era has finally ended because ah! <laughs> you're dropping that. But we do have to say this, that it was announced that Chris Harrison is officially leaving the Bachelor franchise. Everybody, round of applause.
1: But he's leaving with an $8 million like settlement payout. i mean what the fuck like he gets paid to leave i don't know why that's always
0: the shittiest thing it's like i think that's what happened with pierce morgan when he was like fired from that show in britain he got a payout usually they pay them out the rest of their contract or Mm, they just pay them to be like shut the fuck up it's so it's such bullshit honestly but like Honestly, good. Like, I'm happy that this is happening because of all the controversy that happened last season. He's just been on it for far too long. I honestly think the route they're going to take is kind of previewing this Bachelor in Paradise season. I saw they're going to be having like guest hosts. David yeah. Spade is one of them. And honestly, I could kind of see them doing that for each season. Bring on like a like a celebrity guest host well, to because kind of they do already it.
1: bring in celebrities that like to watch the show and get them involved in activities like a celebrity will come on and help for a group date and i mean that's fun and all i don't know i would like one consistent host but we'll see what happens i don't really i mean i don't know maybe i'll hate watch if i'm bored I just don't know. I feel like they'll get be...
0: Ellen now that her schedule's freed up.
1: Yeah. Maybe. If we're lucky. She loves toxic environments, so. True.
0: Oh, my God. She'd be such an <laughs> She'd asset. She'd
1: be so good for the show.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I could see them doing that maybe for a few seasons just to try and, like, get their viewership back up because I'm sure after the last season – Things didn't end well, like ratings wise and viewership wise. So maybe, you know, get a few notable faces on there for a little bit and then eventually decide who's going to be the permanent host for the show. I mean, I was hoping that the show would get canceled altogether, but since we can't have that now, we're going to have to deal with whatever bullshit they're coming up with next.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll be canceled eventually because I'm over it and I would love to like i love the thing that i actually enjoy is like twitter when it's on because it's so funny and talking to it about talking about the show with people that watch it like and it's just like basically shit talking with them but i just wanted to end so that i don't have to feel left out
0: (laughs) well i won't be tuning in that's for damn sure not
1: like you've ever tuned in
0: well I mean, I'm, on, I'm honestly so happy that all of our fall TV is coming to an end, like all the seri- all the season finales are happening right now, because Matt and I keep up with so many fucking shows. It's honestly just exhausting week after week. So I'm super glad to have like a little break. But we actually started America's Got Talent the other day just because... Oh my god,
1: stop watching these things. You sound like an old up. person.
0: Oh my gosh. I like <laughs> these like talent shows. Whatever. It's
1: just so funny hearing you talk, you're like... We actually started America's Got Talent. We're like, pick a different show.
0: What do you want me to watch? The fucking voice?
1: You know what I want you to watch? I want you to fucking oh watch God. Atlanta.
0: Okay, so I honestly forgot. Maybe I didn't even know that Meghan Markle was pregnant again.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> this fucking segment change. I mean, I'm fine with talking about it, but you're like, oh my God. So I didn't actually. <laughs>
0: I'm sick of it okay I'll fucking watch it when I'm ready and when I want to I'm, I'm sick of it
1: I'm sick gonna of it start too.
0: veep for the fifth time
1: no so, but
0: anyway I honestly forgot that she was pregnant did we even know was this public yeah, knowledge This was
1: public knowledge she announced she was having a girl during her interview with that was Oprah. so long ago was it that long ago
0: that was not really like a couple months ago but it feels like so long ago I didn't I don't remember the details of that But anyway, she had her baby on June 6th, Lilibet Diana.
1: Okay, the funniest thing is...
0: Lilibet or Lilibet? I don't know. Okay,
1: I don't know, but they're calling her Lily. But I, for a whole day, thought the name was Lilibert. Lilibert. (laughs) And I was like, that is such a fucking stupid name. Why the fuck would they name their child Lilibert? Just because they named it Lilibet after... queen elizabeth because that's her nickname and i was like that's such a stupid nickname i mean i guess if your family wants to call you that because they're family and now they're like (laughs) i wish (laughs) wish her
0: i wish her nickname was just liz
1: oh that would be cute (laughs)
0: like liz lemons Oh, they're
1: like we love 40 Rock
0: 30 Rock
1: oh 30 Rock
0: oh my gosh
1: but yeah I thought it was a Lilliburte and I was like disgusting yeah. anyways Bert.
0: we're sending love to our dear friends Meghan Markle and Prince Harry yeah I hope they got our, our gift basket that we sent full of incredibly iconic swag
1: <laughs> and some royal family swag
0: yeah fucking bobblehead <laughs> okay um, that was just, little, that was a brief little thing. But also, we had this on our doc for like two weeks and I forgot it happened. I forgot she got married. I've been, I've been very not keeping up with anything that's really happening in recent times. I don't know what I've really been doing, but it's just not really been paying attention. Anyway, Ariana's wedding photos from her surprise wedding ceremony. Well,
1: I guess it was a surprise to us. I'm sure it was planned for her. bye. But- yeah. She's like Watson. She's like we're <laughs> gonna <course>. marry today. <laughs> um, I really hated it.
0: Oh, I I'm, I'm, I thing. have to look them up. I truly do not even remember what well, they
1: look like. I just felt like it was very. I don't know. She always talks about having her authentic hair and her curlies and just being more personable. And I thought we wouldn't see the ponytail for her wedding and. That really threw me, and I think I hated it because of that. I thought her dress was really pretty, and her veil was based off breakfast uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's.
0: Oh, her makeup looks so good. Oh,
1: yeah, her makeup looked good, too. But, like, just the fact that she wore her ponytail really threw me because I felt like this is such a personal moment, and she always talks about being able to have, like, her natural hair in, like, her personal moments. So I just – I don't know. The ponytail just felt super – this is a pop star – moment and i was just like "Uh, i thought this was like personal ariana grande i thought she
0: was gonna wear the dangerous woman mask
1: (laughs) yeah a white version of it
0: also her earrings matched her engagement ring with like her engagement ring was that pearl next to the oval shaped diamond and so like her earrings like one ear was a pearl and one was the same shaped diamond it
1: was was, like upside down one of them
0: does she like can you see her wedding ring in any of these? Not really. I don't think so.
1: I think it's just a band. I mean, like, most of the time, it's just a band that has some diamonds on that matches.
0: Maybe she'll get one she likes later, Caitlin. <sighs> <laughs> oh, well, maybe this is exactly what she wanted. Or maybe yeah. they'll do something later. Who knows? Maybe this was just like a, you know, a pandemic wedding. And no, they I think it.
1: this is what she wanted.
0: Oh. Well, I'm, I don't think they are doing anything
1: later because they wanted it to be very intimate. And I think all of it is beautiful, except for I said, like, the hair really threw me. I was super looking forward to seeing her and her natural hair, just in her more of a Ariana element that I would expect when she is with family and friends. And I was like, ugh, oh, the ponytail.
0: I didn't even notice that. But I like the flowers hanging from the ceiling. I thought it was... That looks pretty. Oh, I'm so happy for her.
1: Yeah, I definitely hope that she has happiness because after everything with Mac Miller, it's so weird. I don't know. I was at first when I heard that she got married, I was pissed because I really, really loved her and Mac Miller together. And you could just tell she went through so much pain losing him, like the realization that she'll never be able to get back with him again. I think she realized like one, he was her best friend and her soulmate in a lot of ways. And... I was really upset over that. For some reason, I was taking it personally. But then I was like, okay, as long as she's happy, I'm happy.
0: A couple of weeks ago, well, probably months at this point, I don't fucking remember. We talked about that Powerpuff Girls reboot that was coming to the CW. And well, the script for the pilot leaked. And for a while, everybody on TikTok was like reading scenes from it, like doing actual like table reads for it. And it was just so horrible. Well, it actually got scrapped by the network. I guess they threw the pilot away and said, "Rework it, rewrite it, do it again, fix it," because it was so bad. And for anybody who like saw those clips of people reading it, Jesus, it was just like it's truly like I don't know. It was not what I was expecting at all for this. Um, it's
1: the CW. This is exactly what I was expecting.
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I guess that's true home of riverdale
1: like they're basically talking about nudes talking about sex and also talking about the professor in such a weird way and it it was just too much i mean here's the thing this is a fucking childhood cartoon who the fuck wants this i'm sorry i just am i don't know maybe i'm being prudish but i'm like this is not what i'm like you know what i want to see the Powerpuff Girls would look like if they weren't cartoons. And also, I really want to see what it would be like if what they grew up in the trauma of fighting crime and what their sex life is like.
0: Absolutely not. It's this like, is- the honestly, just like finding out more about the pilot just kind of reinforces the fact that like, we absolutely didn't need this. Nobody asked yeah. for this. We never once said we'd really love to see this. And th- once again, we are being held against our will by the CW <laughs> being forced to watch this horrible shit um i just wouldn't be surprised if it honestly gets scrapped all
1: it really should because here's like can we think of some original stuff i want to see more original content and not you know what that show that the 90s kids really enjoyed let's bring that back and let's also try to relate it more to where they are in their lives now
0: yeah i think we've talked about this too before but how i'm just like sick of nostalgia that nostalgia era it's so it's been such a thing for so many years but like everyone's just so obsessed with like that 90s television we're not we didn't even put the friends reunion on here to talk about i don't watch friends but caitlyn does but like that whole thing and i don't know i'm, I'm just
1: saying. i'm glad that they instead of like bringing it back for a season they did the smart thing they've been saying it for years like it would not be what people wanted there would be people that have a different idea of what this character should be like now and that character and everyone wouldn't be happy because it would fit you know like let's say brian did watch and let's just use rachel for example what if i loved what rachel turned out to be like and brian hated it like it's just not going to appeal to everyone and they should just leave it where it was when people really still loved it and that's what i agree with and that's how things should be like they're the only smart ones doing it and they just brought back the cast to just like reminisce and talk about friends
0: yeah because a lot of shows in recent years that have like rebooted like i don't know i just thought of fuller house for the first example like they did four or five seasons worth of shows gilmore girls did that like six episode mini series back what else is there anything else that You remember?
1: Wait, which one did you just say?
0: Oh, How I Met Your Mother is getting like a reboot series sort of. It's just, yeah, I don't know. And I've seen a lot of people talking about how like this whole era of streaming and everything. It's not like television and movies are not made for longevity now. They're made for like in the now consumption. People want quick bites of entertainment They don't really care about the substance behind it. And I feel like that's kind of what we get on TV a lot now, especially. I mean, how many shows really last past one or two seasons?
1: But the thing is, I don't care. Like, I want a good show. If your intent is to put out three seasons of a good show and that was like your whole thing. I'm trying to think. There's like one show, like The Good Place. They wanted to end because of where their storyline was at. Like, they felt like they need to end... There. they only had like what four or five seasons but that's a good way to be like i have a story i'm telling but it ends on season five.
0: Oh, totally because but like i'm talking about like these netflix shows that get one season everyone freaks out over them and then they get canceled and everyone's mad because they didn't get a proper ending because they're not really made to be long running series they're just kind of made to give people something to watch in the moment yeah. And there already people honestly would never even tune into a season two if it came out. But yeah, I do like when shows kind of set that boundary of like, Oh, we're only going to go to, we have four seasons written or for the characters. And that's where we're going to end it. Like, this is us announced that I think on like their second season, they were like, we're only going to season five. That's where we're going to end things. So I really like that because the next season will be their last. So you've kind of been able to see how they've been wrapping everything up coming to the last season.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of respect for showrunners and producers and writers that do that because I just hate when something gets popular and they try to drag it out and it like, you know, characters digress in their progression and it just becomes a hot mess. What was once really great ends up going into flames.
0: Yeah, we'll never get another long running show like Grey's Anatomy, honestly. Oh
1: my god. It's that's another that's Let's use Grey's Anatomy as a perfect example. Fuck that.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I think everything. Now. I think everybody can agree that everyone liked the earlier episodes. And I saw a TikTok of somebody watching. Everything we refer to is like, oh, I saw a TikTok about this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's um, our source of... We're always on Twitter and we are always on TikTok.
0: Literally. We are just send each other videos and we're like, oh, we have to talk about that this week. But I, I saw somebody on TikTok talking about how especially with this recent season of Grey's Anatomy like they're still doctors they work in a hospital but there's hardly any storylines about medical cases anymore it's literally just focused on them and everybody's personal storyline like and I get that obviously like they're characters and they have complex backgrounds and stuff like that but at the end of the day they are doctors and they, they should revolve a little bit around medicine, but they barely show that anymore. But like the season of Grey's Anatomy, I was so checked out of just because I was sick of the COVID storyline. I was sick of Meredith being in the hospital for so long on the beach every fucking week. Everybody was like, who's going to show up on the beach this week? And I was like, I hope she never steps foot mm-hmm. on the beach again. I'm sick of it. It was just not a good season in my opinion. I mean, Caitlin thinks the show in general is just really bad now.
1: Well... But- uh, my, I- You can ask any person that has watched Grey's Anatomy.
0: Ask anyone. Ask your producer.
1: (laughs) That's (laughs) not the truth, Brian. You can ask anyone that has watched Grey's Anatomy and tells you they don't watch anymore, and they always have that one iconic moment that made them go, nope, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. For me, it was Alex Karev leaving.
0: Oh my god. So stupid. Did you even watch up until that point? Like, were you actively watching Yes, I was actively watching.
1: I was like, every time that some bullshit happened, I was like, okay, well, I'm still going to keep watching. But once Alex Karev was leaving and it was so abrupt that he didn't get to say goodbye, I knew there was going to be some bullshit. So my one really good friend recaps what happens to me in Grey's Anatomy because she still watches, but she's about to stop. Like, she's about to have her breaking point.
0: The way they ended this season... Spoiler alert, it was so fucking stupid. Just how they refused to let Amelia find happiness after everything that's happened. There's absolutely no reason why she should have said no to Link's proposal. Absolutely no reason, but they did it anyway. It makes no sense. It's just so stupid. And honestly, if any show comes back in the fall with a COVID storyline, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind.
1: Yeah. I can't
0: take it anymore.
1: The only thing that sucks is that Real Housewives is a thing that continuously goes like I'm I know we're going to talk about some Real Housewives stuff later but as far as TV series and having breaks like when one franchise is over the next one is starting we have two on at the current moment and I'm watching New Jersey for the first time I'm in season two towards the end of it and so I feel like on overload for
0: Housewives
1: Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to catch up with what's currently airing and then also what? like watching New Jersey so I can be fully caught up and it's going to be a weird day when I am not watching housewives
0: when you're fully caught up. What does that feel like?
1: I don't know. It's going to be weird. I think I'm going to like be really slow with New Jersey just because I don't want to accept that I'll be caught up on like the major franchises.
0: Yeah, I get that, but we really went off on a tangent there about TV. (laughs) So let's talk about movies. (laughs) <laughs> and our girl it literally would not be an episode without talking about i can't believe we didn't bring up the, the sour queen herself but it literally would not be an episode without bringing up taylor swift We <laughs> gotta so, bring up
1: one of them
0: yeah it's either or so let's bring up taylor swift this week she signed on to a movie she's going to be coming back to acting she's going to be giving us another the giver performance we're so excited she signed on to a movie With director David O. Russell. There's no details about a plot, there's no title, but it's a star studded cast. It includes Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Rami Malik, John David Washington, Zoe Saldana, Anya Taylor Joy, Chris Rock, Mike Myers, Robert De Niro, and a bunch of other people. It's definitely one of those star studded ensemble casts. And there's a lot of controversy surrounding this decision mainly because of the director, David O. Russell. There's a lot of allegations against him and a lot of high-profile actors have come out against him, talking about their experiences working with him. For instance, Amy Adams talked about how he apparently made her cry on the set of American Hustle. George Clooney said that he literally was physically fighting with him because of how he treated the cast and crew and said it was one of the worst experiences of his life he is just notorious for throwing fits on sets and overall he has a really bad reputation in hollywood so it's just really interesting that so many people signed on to this film knowing the director And so a lot of people are just asking, are they all just unaware of all these allegations against him being a toxic, horrible person? Or are they just willing to settle for that for awards season?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that Taylor signed on to this because I feel like she does try to keep herself very aware. And there's a few names that I see that you've mentioned by looking at the doc that I feel like would just look the other way. Like I'm not trying to like completely throw shade at Margot Robbie. Wait, did Quentin Tarantino do anything bad? I feel like he did. Maybe he didn't. I'm not gonna talk about what I don't know. Basically, I'm just surprised, and you're referencing another TikTok that we saw of someone talking about (laughs) it. And they were just saying, like, it's very well known all this stuff, and yet people will still work with him because of the way that move the movies are good like i don't know there's all these top tier names why the fuck do you need this type of movie like george clooney didn't need to be on that movie that he did and like he said it was the worst experience of his life like why even risk it i don't know i'm just like who cares unless it's like the role that you've been like you read in a book and now it's becoming a movie and it's like the love of this role so much i don't know i just don't feel like there's really any excuse either way also taylor stop acting I'm sorry. I love you. But
0: no. <laughs> I, do you, I remember how hyped up that that cameo in The Giver was. And it was so pointless.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just, she doesn't really need to focus on movies. She needs to focus on music.
0: She needs to focus on, honestly, I can't believe that she even has time to film a movie. Because when is she going to have time to fucking put more Easter eggs out? God, I should have made that a bullet point. I'm sick of it, Caitlin. I can't take this it
1: anymore.
0: Insane. I, I literally, and I think a lot of people have come to that consensus too. A lot of her fans have literally just been like, I am grown and I just don't have the time anymore. Every single day, every single day, there is something new about uh, this Thursday. It's going to be the one she's going to make the announcement and then we're going to get a single on Friday. Like People still think we're getting a third Folklore Evermore sister album.
1: Well, it's like we think we found an Easter egg and it never is the fucking Easter egg. Like no one is ever usually caught on to stuff unless she makes it super easy. Like usually it's like you go back and you're like, oh, okay. That was right in front of our face.
0: It's just, it's exhausting. And I feel the same way, same way of how like I don't even have the energy or time to like get Taylor Nation's attention on social media. Because, you know, everyone's always so obsessed with getting their attention and getting, Asked to go to the secret sessions and getting asked to go to a meet and greet. And it's like they put so much effort into making themselves stand out online. I just don't, I don't care. I don't have that time to like commit to something like that. It's so silly. I
1: can barely commit to this podcast some weeks. Like, you think I can commit to the social interaction of Taylor Swift? Like, my I have
0: Joy Behar on speed dial, Caitlin. You say the word and I'll make the call.
1: Go ahead. I'd okay. love I'd love to see it.
0: I'm going to have to um, ask Chelsea to redo our cover art as well. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? But my one friend actually has a Taylor Swift account. And I just don't know how she has the time.
0: Lil Nas X had a Nicki Minaj stan account.
1: Yeah, and look at where he is at in life.
0: Where's where's your friend's celebrity status?
1: Um, I can't disclose who she is.
0: So anyway... Honestly, with this cast, with this group of people, it's starting to sound like the Knives Out sequel. But until more details are announced, we really cannot form an opinion on what is going on here. Aside from the fact that it'll be interesting um, in the next few weeks if anybody drops out, because there's been a lot of public pressure now, especially against Taylor Swift, like to drop out with all of this stuff that people know about the director. People are calling for her to step away from the film i don't see it happening but it'll be interesting to see if anybody actually does or if anything else comes of this i don't think anything will
1: yeah i don't know if she'll drop out or not i mean look at her pff selena gomez she didn't drop out when she was in the movie with woody allen
0: i forgot that even happened what
1: yeah and there was a lot of public pressure for her to drop out as well and i can't remember if she like said something in favor of woody allen because there's a lot of people that have said stuff in favor of woody allen like what's her name
0: scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah yeah i couldn't
1: think about it that's our last just pop culture reference that's in general our next stuff is based off real housewives and the first thing we have is the news that there's a documentary coming out on hulu about erica jane and tom which I am very excited for because I feel like it's going to contradict a lot of what we're going to be seeing on the show. In the next episode of Beverly Hills, the news comes out about Erica announcing her divorce. And in the promo trailer for the next episode, as all the housewives acting shocked, like they had no idea. And I'm like, okay, honey. Yeah. Great acting.
0: Yeah, so the um, documentary is called The Housewife and the Hustler, and it's going to feature interviews with legal experts and clients that Girardi allegedly swindled in this whole case that was ongoing, as well as the embattled couple's real housewives co-stars, and apparently somebody quite notable will be making an appearance. Um, What's her name, Caitlin? What do you mean? The (laughs) sunglass lady.
1: Oh, Oh my gosh! I forget twenty
0: five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you see these twenty five thousand dollars? Apparently, she is in the documentary. Dina.
1: Isn't it Dina? Or no?
0: I don't. I don't think so. Which is so funny. I just saw that on Twitter. I don't even know if that's true. But if it is, it's so funny because
1: oh it's true because oh. Dan- Danielle Stub or however you say her last name will be in it too.
0: Sh- well, f- well, now I get it. Oh my gosh, she'll do anything for. A, yes, a minute of attention. It's just so funny because that woman from Beverly Hills is literally—that's like the only thing people know about her from. But she will, she will milk that for the rest of her life.
1: Yeah, and also Heather, something. Holla Heather, Heather Thompson. Hala, no, 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 not my girl. Um, Heather McDonald, <laughs> who talks about Real Housewives on her types of podcasts and content. She'll be in it as well as a. <laughs> I guess you could call her a Real Housewives expert is what they're calling her since she like knows so much about them. That's so funny to me. Imagine if we were in this uh, documentary.
0: Cited be- as a Real Housewives expert. That's Absolutely.
1: what I want to put on my resume.
0: I'm no expert. Gosh, I have friends that are more experts than me. They could definitely be in it.
1: I mean, I go down rabbit holes. Like like I said, I've been watching New Jersey And I'll be texting Brian and be like, how the fuck did you like this person? Blah, blah, blah. How, like, why? And I'll be, like, deep on Reddit finding out what was happening during that time frame since I didn't get to see it live.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for next week's or, well, this week's episode of Housewives because we'll finally start to see how they're going to approach that whole situation this season and if they're actually going to, like, dive deep into it.
1: I doubt it, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, I highly doubt it.
1: I'm sick of all these like hardcore friendships like even during the prank that was in this like last one oh like,
0: my gosh
1: oh my god like I-, I think I was more mad at Dorit for letting Erica and Lisa know because it would have been funny if they could have convinced them to do it and then they actually had to drink a martini that way
0: so that was like i couldn't believe that we were watching that happen for like 10 minutes sutton just would not let that go perhaps i misspoke when i said i was excited for sutton to be featured on this season i never said that i never said that i liked her um uh, you can't prove it so
1: it's it was such a bad episode for her and last episode the episode prior and it's sad i'm like i don't understand i mean she's definitely bringing drama which is like what we want but it's def- all
0: her damn and it's all just like over the stupidest shit like the cocktail drink joke well, just
1: making shit about her like basically crystal is talking about her actual issues in life being asian and experiencing racism and then she's trying to relate it to being from the south and having to prove that you're not a racist which is just not the case i mean yes there is a lot of racism in the south more so than other areas but me and brian grew up in pennsylvania and grew up in a small town in pennsylvania which is considered the north and had we grew up what not very far from Gettysburg, which is such a monumental battle for the civil war for, you know what I'm saying? But basically it was such a good, not like, don't, I don't know how to say good thing for the civil war, but like such a monumental place. And then we have fucking kids in our area that are having the Confederate flag. I'm like, you realize we're in the North, right? You really yeah. didn't grow up that far from Gettysburg an iconic battle where we won against the South and you're fucking walking around with a Confederate flag are you kidding me it was so, just
0: not a good look for sutton basically being like oh those were your experiences well <laughs> i'm a woman from the south you want to hear how hard my life has been they're not relatable no just like it's it's silly but i mean we'll see how the erica jane shit full unfolds
1: but yeah so besides that we have new york drama i'm kind of over that but let's get on to what we all want to talk about and our last thing to talk about which is real housewives of potomac is going to be back on july 11th and we got our trailer and we got to see our new girl
0: i don't remember any of it honestly her name's Mia um, okay.
1: her name's mia and basically some sneak peeks of some drama is that we have mia kind of going against candace it looks like because there's like a salad throwing incident (laughs) or mia starts it mia does remind me of monique she just has that type of personality it seems very similar to her and i it sounds like she'll be a great fit for the show is what i've been hearing from a lot of housewives twitter people that have like more of an insight and then we have giselle versus wendy which i'm so fucking here for i was so upset when wendy ended up being on giselle's side and like bfs with giselle i i don't giselle's good for the show however i don't like giselle i mean i want to keep her because she's good for the show but she annoys the shit out of me and it's gonna be wendy teaming up with my queen karen so i'm very excited for that other than that i don't have anything else to say
0: did you see that she giselle and robin have a podcast now fuck them It's called Reasonably Shady, and honestly, they should have called it, like, the Green-Eyed Bandits.
1: I know. (laughs) That
0: would have been funnier.
1: I mean, I'm not going to lie. That is a good name.
0: Reasonably Shady. Yeah. We're (laughs) rebranding.
1: We're stealing.
0: (laughs) I'm so excited for Potomac to come back. I have missed them. I, I really don't remember the specifics of the trailer, but I'm going to assume that Candace blotted away some tears with a folded up napkin is that correct caitlin
1: i actually don't know she may have i forget (laughs) what like she's definitely getting in a fight with her husband but they definitely are going strong because i saw them on twitter there's some type i think he's like her manager now for her singing career i guess that wasn't working out and then obviously there's always drama with ashley and her husband so oh
0: gosh very excited for potomac to come back um, but that's basically all that we have this week. I swear we're going to try and be more consistent. Maybe we'll see you next week. Maybe we mm. won't, honestly. Who Maybe we will never hear from us again. Yeah. But um, do you have anything else to add, Caitlin?
1: Um, all I have to say is I feel like I know so much YouTube drama that's going on at the moment. As we're recording this, if you are into YouTubers, apparently Frenemies is no longer a thing. It's not- What? Yeah. You don't know? No. So I actually,
0: well, I'll start by saying I actually just started listening to their podcast because I don't know, I'm usually at the gym for like two hours every morning and their episodes are so long. So it's something nice to listen to, but I do like the two of them talking, but okay, go on.
1: So today is national best friend day. And I also want to set this up of like, yeah, let's talk about it's national best friend day, but Mercury is in retrograde. Now that is an announcement I want to make and it does not and until June 22nd so don't make any li- major life decisions but the thing to know about Mercury's retrograde is a lot of miscommunications can happen and that can cause a lot of turmoil in your life which is exactly what I think is happening with the frenemies cast so basically what happened I haven't seen the episode yet I'll probably end up watching today if not tomorrow but the episode that they just released was released to their members um, you can pay like a m- monthly fee and you'll get front frenemies a day early basically as part of it and it got released last night and so like people were posting clips and it ended with them fighting and from what I understand the content of it because Trisha posted a video today saying that she's stepping away and is that they hired someone new And Trisha felt like they should both have a say in who is the cast, not the cast, but the production for the show. Like it's all of Ethan's employees, if you want to put it that way, because they all work on other H3 shows that they have. So they only work for Ethan and you think it's interested to sell the ball. So like whatever Ethan says, go, like goes production wise. And Trisha didn't really find that fair from what I understand. She wanted to be able to be included in like, you know, who could be hired and more behind the scenes types of works. And she was happy to pay. She was saying like already kind of, she already kind of pays for them from her paycheck is what I understand. I might have that information incorrect, but she, Was happy to pay more to be more involved and say, like, and more executive decisions behind the scene. And she thought that was like what they signed up for. But basically, something happened. She ended up having like an episode during the last episode, and they got in a fight over that type of subject. And she was calling, like, I guess what the new person suggested, like, segment that she didn't know it was a new person's suggestion, like stupid and really offended them. And this has been something they've been talking about behind the scenes is like Trisha wanting more say and like a lot of things that Trisha suggests doesn't like become content. And so I guess I got in a huge argument and then Ethan was like, you're basically just the talent. Like it's all my stuff that's like, it's my company and you're like hired on talent. And she was like, well, I didn't like that. That's not what I signed up for. I thought it was going to be both of us having a show together, not just, like, I'm hired talent. So she was saying for her mental health and obviously being them being family, she wants to step away. Now, they have had spats before where – well, once before where it's been kind of like this, and they said, like, they didn't know if Renews was going to come back or not. So we'll see. I mean, I feel like there could always be a resolution. Like I said, Mercury's in retrograde, and I honestly feel like that has a huge part to play in this.
0: When does the episode come out for everybody?
1: It's out now, so once you – Get off this Uh-oh. one. You go Wait, on. are you sure? Mm-hmm. It's a new. Just
0: refresh it. Oh, there. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Well, that's upsetting. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Trisha does a lot of um, makes a lot of decisions spur of the moment, and then like, kind of doubles back on them. So maybe that'll happen.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna send you the video that she posted. and It's just titled like "Stepping Away from Frenemies." uh and i i do see her side i haven't seen the video and a lot of people have said that she was very rude in the video um or on the episode of frenemies and i'm sure she like i'm not trying to obviously side with her because i think that she should apologize if she's being rude to people but like when you're having an episode it is really hard to be polite to people and get your emotions across in a really nice way and I I agree with both parties. Like I like I'm like, oh, I see where Ethan's coming from and I see where Trisha's coming from.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe they just need to take a, a break like us.
1: <laughs> yeah. Follow I, I was our thinking lead. I was waiting for when they were gonna get into a fight because it started to feel like it had been too good for too long and also that they were starting to spend a lot more time together. And I just feel like when you spend a lot of time together, like they were starting to do vlogs and stuff. I I just felt like it was like going to erupt.
0: Well, that's upsetting. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we got for this week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with us through this crazy and tumultuous (laughs) time. Um, (laughs) If you enjoy our podcast, make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts. Now, you no longer subscribe to podcasts on there. You have to follow them. Weird. But follow us on apple podcasts subscribe to us on spotify wherever you want to listen follow us on social media all that will be in the description box below and until next week or the week after that we'll see you later bye everybody
1: bye